Okay, I'm uh, gonna get some stuff out of the way before I break fast. Um, uh, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Alright, uh, let's see, where to, where to begin? Um, I should have made a list. I knew I should have made a list. But, um, sorry, as soon as I started recording, the vacuum started running, so I got a little bit distracted. Um, but the whole world, the whole world is distracting right now. I am, um, doing my best to counteract it. Um, like I said, I've been training a lot, fasting a lot, um, which is not always the most comfortable thing. Um, but... It kind of, I don't know, uh, I guess I'll talk about this, like, the the only guys that ever tell me, like, hey, don't lose weight, like, don't, like, like you're perfect, are, like, creepy, weird, ugly dudes, um, so I, um, I'm not gonna stop training, I'm not gonna stop trying to lose weight, because the only people who ever tell me that are, like, dudes that I don't like, and so, um, and dudes that I do like, um, men that I am attracted to are always with really, really small girls, um, so I don't know what that says about me or my life. Um, you know, I don't want to call it a curse because I can just, you know, um, always try to change, change myself to whatever I want to be. Um, so I'm in the process of doing that and kind of like getting as small as possible. Although I did put on some, um, right blo <laughs> some rice bloat on purpose. Um, yeah, no, just cause I realized the smaller you get, the more, um, like prone you are to just being touched at random. Like, people think that they can just, like, put their hands out and, like, touch you as you're walking by or whatever, and that's kind of gross. Um, so I don't like when that happens, and that gives me kind of, like, a, a sort of weird physical anxiety that's like, don't touch me, I'm just going to be fat, <laughs> so you don't touch my waist. Because um, it's happened a few times lately, and I'm like, oh, I must be getting small again. Because um, that stuff didn't happen to me when I was bigger <laughs> at all. Like, people just don't fuck with you at a certain um, weight. Um, so I guess, I guess this episode, since we're on the subject now, can be about my, um, my strange body dysmorphia, um, which is something that I didn't actually think was a thing, um, for a long time until I actually had to start dealing with it. Um, I've talked about my best friend from middle school, um, Jessie before, um, who I guess has always dealt with body dysmorphia in a way that, like really changed my perception, um, both about her and about just body dysmorphia in general. Um, mine has always been, like, attributed to my, my heavier weight. Um, when I was bigger, I didn't think I was as big as I was, but also other people, other people used to tell me, like, you don't look, you know, you don't look this much, um, you know, I used to tell them around how much I weighed, and they'd be like, you don't look like you're that much. You're like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't guess you're that. You hold, you hold your weight well. Or you're just big, you're big boned. Or you, you just have a bigger build, which is like a lie. I actually have a very small frame. <laughs> and I was told that by a doctor. Like, no, like this, you know, you have a small frame. Like, this is, um, this is why this and that. And I was like, oh. And I didn't really believe it until I, I lost maybe 100 pounds after that. Um, I had just, I had just at that point lost some weight and was told like, hey, yeah, you have a smaller frame. And I was like, sure, I do. And then I, I realized like, oh, I do. Uh, but my body dysmorphia is kind of strange to the point where I don't know what size I am. Like, I, I have a hard time, like, seeing myself at whatever size I am. And I know I'm not the tiniest person, but I'm, I also know that I'm not, um, now 
big or as big as I used to be. Um, and I have a hard time placing that because sometimes I'll, you know, be doing laundry and folding my own clothes and be like, these are really small. <laughs> like the, it's, it's kind of surprising to me that this fits, um, you know, or just kind of realizing that, as I've mentioned before, like I've got everything that everything that I own is now in a carry on sized bag, like the new the new size carry ons. Not no, they, they changed the they changed the TSA um, like size dimensions for for a bag and so like everything that I have fits into a carry-on bag like with purpose um like I I don't know I don't think it's it's really necessarily safe um my energy being whatever it is to be in one place for too long um I've kind of I've met other people that have my same kind of energy and just like oh you know you have to be a nomad you just you you go you move um you know it's it's uh, and now I'm reading a book that's talking about how music is migratory and all these things so um sorry I'm trying to rush through all these things I'm also like having not cool anxiety with my synesthesia like everything is not um like feeling good right now so I'm gonna try and rush through to root there through some things um but this episode is about um (laughs) my my body dysmorphia and how it's gotten gotten um to the point where it's not like my size does not make sense or like my relative size does not make sense to me um I most recently um thought that myself and this other person were like the same size just like looking at this person I was like oh we're about the same um I must be about there um until until like she she had her um her bra out like just hanging out and I was like this is huge like how are we not the same size I don't get it um and um (laughs) yeah no me me thinking that actually that we could even have um any kind of fair fight and now I now I completely understand after getting my ass whooped by that same person um like why why fighting is like a a a weighted um sport like why you have to fit into a certain weight class um so i don't know i think that being a woman is also in a way unfortunately like a competitive sport and and whatever weight class you fit into like that's what um is i mean like it's also socially like you know who you are socially there are as dane cook put it um upper echelon upper echelon women you know like women that are just like completely perfect and went to harvard and are super competitive like i'm i'm now starting to get like more active in my community and and like doing more networking and like just kind of seeing the kind of women that are like bred you know perfect just standard um and also i guess uh an effect of classism is just that like i'm i'm kind of between worlds right now where it's just like there's the hood um, you know, where, where I'm allowed to sleep, and then there's, like, the, the day world, um, you know, where, where I work and, and do most of my business, and, of course, I go to the gym, um, you know, and, and it's kind of, like, this very day and night world, like, I saw, I saw somebody in Manhattan actually use a trash can yesterday, and I, I think, I, like, my time, like, everything stopped for a minute, and I was like, wow, I haven't seen that happen in a long time, um, because, you know, um, it's been like most people just like throw shit on the ground like I watch them you know or just use the use the floor as as a trash can and I'm so used to seeing that like I actually saw somebody like deliberately put something in a trash can and I was like wow like like I was just like enamored by it I was like I gotta move over here 
Um, so, but I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm not, um, uh, I'm very much based in reality and very much grounded right now and just kind of seeing like what, how my, how my, um, you know, again, how my formative years have kind of like affected this, like where I am in, in social, in my social class and in my status and just like, no, like, (laughs) you know, um, it's not, it's not really like I don't like to talk about colorism and racism um, as much as just like class, um, just because it's like yo no this, keep this dirty nasty shit over here this way, and um, this this clean areas part you know where rent is six thousand dollars a month like this is for um, people who know how to fucking handle themselves <laughs> basically people who know how to fucking act you know at least in some ways because in you know there there are. Um, you know, there's not, there's no color to it. There's every kind of person in every kind of place. Um, you know, and it, it's just kind of broken down to like what kind of, um, I guess like what the commonality of certain energies are in certain places. So like, what is the highest concentration of this energy or that energy or this vibration or that, that vibration? Um, which of course, again, just me being me breaks down into like musically, um, I admire music that like kind of reaches into like all of the all of uh, all the vibrations and all the frequencies, um, which is I guess why um, reflectively speaking, all my mixes. I'm just now getting to the to the um, advancement in my in my level of of mixing um, and like sonic engineering that I'm understanding the way that these frequencies are um and the way that sounds are are um mixed to sound and feel a certain way or to hit a certain way or to you know to um uh manipulate a certain frequency so to speak so i'm i'm kind of understanding how certain music like reaches into the highs and the lows um you know in the same in the same um force you know which is kind of cool um it is a very very advanced um tool of the trade to know how to do that um that you can have like very very low range bass that's very very clean um that's also ringing into into the higher frequencies and that's that's incredible um you know um and to and to be able to actually like the complexities of the actual like uh the musicality of it you know harmonics and and pitch um so that that um i'm i'm seeing how that translates into like just the just um society in general how certain people vibrate at at certain frequencies um and how um music um becomes popular or you know becomes um sorry this vacuum is pissing me off um becomes I lost my train of thought. I lost my complete train of thought. Um, I, I'm, I'm getting put through the ringer a lot. I'm going through a lot of regression um, for whatever reason. I think maybe it might just have something to do with music because like something that reminds me of certain things um, will, will push me sometimes. Ugh. will push me sometimes to remember um a song or music that that was from a certain era of that time in my life which is not like i've not had the the happiest greatest life so this the regression that's happening is not the most fun thing um for me i guess um um vacuums particularly um remind me of somebody that i lost and that's not 
like it's not cool it's not cool to have you know um your life dug up and and brought out in front of you but um with any degree of success in this field in the music industry and entertainment at all like it's gonna happen like you know my past who i who i was because i can't say who i am or who i am because there is still you know a great deal of of me left there i've just i've just become so changed that it is um it's basically like being another person um you know and again with this whole like i can't i don't know i can't really trust the system or trust society because they're always going to push that it's mental illness and that oh it's okay to not be okay but okay we live in in the united states or i live in the united states this this podcast particularly actually has and i pulled the i pulled the list the other day this this um podcast has listeners all over the world so um i think my top countries are like the u.s germany spain argentina just off the top of my head um did i say japan already i can't remember um so yeah there there are people listening um all over the world which is like flattering um and and also a little bit um scary just to know that like what's what's happening with people being um controlled and mass manipulated um and it it seems like the more that i'm the more that i pay attention to it the more that i'm actually understanding this the way that this technology is working the more that i'm i'm um learning about this um this very very strange um very um you know secretive code and it's not it's not that much of a secret there are other um i was gonna actually like um to dedicate a specific episode um just to talk about like great gang stalking and crowd crowd stalking because it's so prominent and it's happening um not to just me but to other people um you know and then it's of course written off as like paranoia or mental mental illness um because these symptoms will fall along the lines of something that's outside of the system or outside of the norm um you know for for whatever reason but you know in the united states we make guns we make drugs and we make cars and so if you're not in some way contributing to that industry like if you don't own a car what the system will do is make your life a living hell until you finally just buy in you know until you finally get a car like the bus will always be late you'll probably lose your job because the bus is late like it's never gonna run on time you know until you're finally like fuck this i need a car you know which is which is why being in a uh super um in a metropolitan area can be nice because like okay you can just use the um public transportation um but if you're if you're still in like the outskirts or wherever there's not um wherever there's not reliable transportation then you're you're still going to be caught in the system that wants you to buy a car uh most most people can't afford a car outright so if you buy a car on credit or whatever you know like if you if you can't buy a brand new car if you have to buy a used car that used car is most likely going to have some kind of problems you're going to end up spending a majority of your income getting it fixed or or maintaining it because it doesn't have um the capability of a newer car but if you don't have the credit you know um and that's that's what it is we live in a capitalist system and again i'm not anti anything i'm just kind of understanding the system um you know how it works um like like i said gang gang stalking and crowd stalking is probably going to get its own episode i've just been um you know kind of making like fine points now that i'm paying more attention to it now that i'm seeing like how people are being manipulated it does seem to be through their phones it seems like these people have 
um, numerous apps on their phones. But it does actually seem to be coming from a, 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 a like multiple multiple groups and or organizations. Um, I I've said this before. I don't like I don't get paid for this series. In fact, I have to pay for it. I have to pay for the subscription. Um, and so that's that's kind of why I think that like me getting um, to where I've been hanging out, you know, over the last couple of weeks has more to do with like me putting out these these episodes because it's benefiting somebody. Um, and even though it's at my demise, um, at at this point, I like I said, I don't I don't care. Like I don't really want for anything. Uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm like dangerously low on fuel. You know, like I'm just having having um, like the very last bit of my life source like drained. Um, and it's not perception. It's really it's it's really part of the program, and that's fine. Um, I'm just playing my place in this um, game. You know, some people are benefiting from it. Some people are not. Um, you know, it seems to be at least a couple different organizations um, and or um, and or entities. You know, um, but a lot of the things that I'm noticing is like these um, people are paid in incentives. A lot of the people that have been gang stalking me particularly have um, new things like very brand new items, new shoes, new clothes, um, new um, new phones. Um, you know, so it's as if they're being paid in incentives or they're they're um, you know they're they're branded in some way. They they're carrying some kind of um, corporate entities. Um, logo and I won't name any of them not that it does not that it matters um, but I mean like it it is a possibility that because of my lifestyle choices like I'm you know uh, an easy target for for corporations that make their billions of dollars on poisoning people um, you know and um, because I've decided for the most part not not to um, continue to hurt myself in that way because it is it is at this point it's painful for me to sit and just you know let my body be um, stagnant you know but it's not it hasn't been um, conducive I'm I'm a member of Equinox for a reason like I chose that gym for every single reason in the world like I said it's worth every penny nobody's paying me to say that um, I did get pretty much incentivized to go go back though and since I've been back it's it's not been um, comfortable because it's being it's more at this point um, it's more obvious that I'm being followed and that I'm being like manipulated and like gang stalked and that people you know are like cornering me in the in the um you know in the spa or in the locker room and and making these very loud obnoxious coughs and and being very you know um like one of my theories is that it's a white supremacist group because they they're you know like losing their power in in this kind of um like power struggle world um i don't i don't know at this point i don't care either like i'm just kind of like well whatever it is um like i'm i'm in it there's no way to get rid of it um there's no there's 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 no you know force um greater than it it's it's bigger than me you know it's always going to be bigger than me my 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 instagram is always going to show me things that make me want to kill myself like it's not at this point it's it's not there's nothing that i can do about the body that i was born in and so that is something that can be used to hurt me over and over again it doesn't really matter um, and that's, you know, that's the game that's being played, um, is just sending people in my direction, making sure that I'm, I'm not feeling great about myself or feeling confident, 
um, about myself um, or feeling, you know, like I can actually succeed in an industry that's, you know, basically run by people who, who have always had the technology, who have always been, you know, had the money. Like I, you know, I didn't even want to be a DJ when I was 12. So I can't be, I can't be a Martin Garrix or like a Cali Reef in any way that like, I, I knew that's what I wanted to pursue, but I did know that I wanted to pursue art and music. Um, and my mom's personality just kind of like forbade me from doing anything, you know, um, anything that I would get good at or like, like she would just you know, it would make her snap, and then I, because it made her snap, like, I didn't want to focus on it anymore, I didn't want to do it anymore, um, you know, um, that was just kind of the, that's, that's just kind of where I came out of, um, anyway, that, that, I could talk about that forever, because now that I'm paying more, more attention to it, I'm like, dang, like, it, it, it sucks because we're kind of, we've kind of created this system where people are willing to do, um, whatever you know like for the money and so like if somebody's like hey i'll give you this if you go do this and that like somebody's gonna do it um like i said there does seem to be like a couple different groups that are are, that are doing things a little bit differently um one in particular it does seem like people that are are like devoid of of a higher like a devoid of a level of higher thinking or easily manipulated easily programmed um like i said these are the people with like the tons of apps on their phones um you know they're they're not really aware of what they're doing like they're just being programmed to do what they're doing i guess this kind of feeds into like the simulation theory where they're not being told what to do necessarily they're not being instructed on anything and they're necess- they're not even necessarily being incentivized they're just kind of like um you know npcs in this you know weird like they're not they're not people um this is not my theory this is like uh this is like a number of theories combined and i'm just um being an observational fucking hazard right now um, just because I, everything's everything's making me edgy, everything's putting me on edge. I'm not able to create the way that I want to right now. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm I'm um, I'm just kind of doing what I have to do to get by. Um, and um, my training is helping me as much as it's helping me, but also just like the way there and the way back. I'm like, holy shit. Um, I don't know. I don't know how much longer the world can go on like this. It's very fucked up, um, you know, and that's not just my head. I promise you it's not just in my head. Um, that is like the, the telltale sign of an abuser is they will they will continue to antagonize you and continue to hurt you and then be like, well, that's in your head. Um, like I said, so psychological terrorism is probably the most, um, it's probably the most deadly weapon um, the most deadly force is to, like, make somebody turn in circles and kill themselves, um, you know, um, rather than to just, um, go out, you know, go out and do it, (laughs) you know, it's hands-free, um, and we live in a society where, of course, mental illness is, like, the, it's, like, the new hot-button word, like, oh, it's okay to, to not be okay, and better help this, and, you know, all, all these things where it's like, no, you're completely ignoring the issue that we've created these problems, that these are completely man-made issues, that depression is like a man-made disease, um, you know, that a lot of the times just comes from the food that you're eating or the environment that you're in. It's not necessarily even something wrong with you. It's that you're not getting what you need. You're not getting, you're not getting 
you're not doing what you're supposed to do in this energy you're not you're acting against it in in the way of like you know you're basically just like feeding the corporations that are making billions of dollars they don't care about you <laughs> at all so they you know they don't care about me like nobody's paying me to say these things it's just very very apparent of what's happening at this point um so there's the there's the weird low vibration appy people who I'm I'm sure are just not people they're NPCs or like robots or something um they act strangely they're not, they're not very human at all they they seem to have um like a lack of understanding like a, a lack of humanity at all and I and I'm a huge hu- like I'm I I'm pro human like I'm a huge like unconditional lover I love all kids all colors doesn't matter um you know I talk a lot about like blue eyes <laughs> only because blue eyed people like it it's weird like intentionally go out of their way to like hurt me um like have you know and that's just been a 30 year pattern so at this point you know once you've been bitten by a snake so many times you're you're like wow snakes bite and what's crazy is like i still like snakes like i still think snakes are fucking cool you know what i'm saying like that's a cool creature careful though you know um and i'm not saying like all people with blue eyes no it's just like that's 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 who has the power right now on this planet like even if they don't have the majority which is why i think that they're acting hostily and it's not just me there's lots of people like oh my god like this white lady blah 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 and i'm like Shh, no they're not evil they're not all karen stop because you're feeding into this oh karen this and karen that and white people and like uh, no like you feeding into that negative energy feeds that negative energy it makes it become true so i am like trying to to break that perception you know to give everybody the benefit of the doubt this of course um leads to multiple snake bites and that's just at this point i don't care i am vampire food i have snake food um but <laughs> in this whole um social experimentation gang stalking nightmare i've kind of like i don't know it's, i'm i'm building an edge which is not something that i like um i have always been like very much too sweet i was always the fat girl i was always the the doer the 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 people pleaser and so um i've talked about how me like losing a bunch of weight and breaking that pattern kind of made me realize that i was like i was like the the what do you call it like the footstool you know um i was just getting walked all over and used and and once i started to not like that you know like my best friend using me every everybody i was like oh shit like i've been way way too sweet and way too nice for a long time but that didn't make me not sweet and not nice it just kind of put me into a period of my life that made me realize when i was getting used by people um you know instead of like um <laughs> instead of just just knowing it it kind of was a skill that i had to develop like oh i'm being taken advantage of i see um and i still to this day to the, to this day i still let people i'm still like t- honest to a fault like if you ask me for something i'll probably give it to you you know if you ask me for information i'll probably tell you like the the very truth of what you're asking because i have no reason to lie um you know i have i have nothing to lose and so it's just like i'll i'll tell you the truth of whatever the fuck you're asking the the only thing that piques my curiosity is why you're asking you know um like what what is it about me that makes you want to um to know something um and i've been i've been getting my answer slowly um and surely like you know um like i talked about this weird coughing thing that's happening and um you know 
wh- whatever it is or whoever it is. And so I have been a little bit more, um, I guess, outward about like um, analyzing it you know like where it's coming from and seeing like okay like if if somebody's smoking and they're sitting there coughing it's not gonna it's not gonna alarm me as much as if somebody just sits next to me and starts doing this obnoxious coughing um and i've gone back to having to just ignore it because now whatever has been following me is like noticing that i'm gonna look at it and so they'll show me things that are that are negative like it, it, it is a super negative energy but i had this really interesting really really interesting um um thing happened where it was a very very empty train and um i changed my route i do that a lot i'll route myself to like a one place and then go to another just because it it does seem to cause this like (laughs) it's it's weird like i know i'm being followed or i know i'm being crowd stalked or gang stalked because if i change my destination without putting it in my phone um, you know, or, or travel in private or travel without my phone at all or, you know, in lockdown um, or airplane mode, basically going ghost off the grid um, for, for as long considerably as I can, you know, saying that I'm taking one bus and then taking another, um, just kind of changing my direction and seeing how that affected me. Um, so I did that. And so it was, I was on a very empty, empty train very early in the morning. It was like five, maybe. No, it was a little bit later. And um <laughs> of course this dude starts coughing and i'm like okay you know what like the train is stopping anyway i'm just gonna go fucking like i'm just gonna go observe this dude um because i don't i don't give a fuck i'm i've been up for two days doing whatever um just kind of in my fucking own world because that's where you know um i need to be and um i look at this guy and this guy is like like this little scraggly dude and he's got music playing or whatever, so he's in his own world, and he's like this little dirty, this little dirty ass nigga, and um, <laughs> and he coughs, and I started just looking at him, and I was like, "What is this energy?" And he he like he like did it again, and like looks up at me like, "Oh, hello!" Like it's weird because it, he was like startled that I was like looking at him, but I was like, "What the fuck are you?" And he like just turned over this thing, and at first I thought it was a mirror, but it was this like sparkly disc, and it like I don't know, it was like a weapon. It like it like threw me off to the point where I was like, "What the fuck?" And he's like, "Yeah, like that's exact." Like it, it was it was very it was a very weird um it was a very weird very weird um thing, and so I was just like, "Oh, like what what the fuck are you?" And he's like, "What the fuck are you?" And I was just like, "Ah, I don't know, like." Now I'm now I'm double triple confused because shit like that can happen and I'm like okay well you know like that doesn't make sense to me but it does it does it does make more sense than it doesn't but shit like that um, so it does seem to be like a number of things um, and nothing that I can pinpoint necessarily um, but it does seem like the majority of it that's done in like a nasty way um, you know it does seem to come from a. a, a an organization that is um, heavily funded, and I, w- I don't, I wouldn't, I don't even think that it's government funded, because um, honestly, I'm, I'm understanding how the system works, and unless it has something to do with actually like blowing people up, like, <laughs> um, you know, the government funded things are not necessarily this, this advanced. Um, I, I, you know, like government funded things are usually sloppy and very slow, um, and and it's not. It's actually very, very. Um, is highly coordinated and highly organized um, to the effect that I I know that at this point it's out of my hands. 
um so is my like at this point i've pretty much given up on music like i don't really and like i of course feel like that's my purpose and that's why i was put here but at this point like i can't function like i'm not you know being um i'm not being taken care of and so that's um that's my problem to deal with that's nobody else's problem um i am doing i am putting like the cap on the rest of this episode's running long so i'm gonna cut it off and then i'm gonna eat um (laughs) and then i'm gonna um show you the difference between me rambling in a fasting state and me um having a full stomach and, and talking about these same things um because right now it's just all kind of coming out at once i'm having like i said i'm I'm dealing with a lot of anxiety and usually um working out a lot helps but lately just because i feel like it's some kind of experiment because it's like i have my headquarters i have my favorite gym that i like to go to and even though i can change um at least for the next i think i, I think i only have a gym membership for the next seven days and um, fuck Planet Fitness, even though, you know, Planet Fitness is a perfectly good gym. Um, it's just not for me. Like, that that alarm really fucked me up. I was like, fuck this. <laughs> I'm never coming back here, and I didn't. Um, you know, so I don't, I, um, you know, um, I'm just a lifelong Equinox person. Like I said, I would rather forego some luxuries. Like, instead of getting a new pair of shoes, like, I'd rather just pay my gym fee and wear my same you know dirty old chucks like it doesn't it does i'm not really trying to be anything or anyone so i would rather have that you know what what is considered luxury and then and then i got into like what the definition of luxury was and it's like it's not a necessity you know like planet fitness necessity because you need it you need to go to the gym that's like your base level you know or whatever um, I'm not going to keep name dropping gyms that I won't use, but for the most part, it's just because the, every gym within like an hour, an hour and a half of where I get to sleep is, um, dirty and gross. <laughs> and it's not like the problem does not, um, go away. Like the coughing people are everywhere. And it, actually the, there's a lot more of them in like the lower vibration places, uh, places where there are like lots of dirty, trashy things. Um, you know, lots of cigarette smoke and, and um, you know, trash on the floor and just, like, deliberate not giving a fuck about anything. Um, so that's that's an hour... And a, every, every gym within, in, you know, an hour and a half of where I sleep is, is pretty gross. Um, you know, or packed, super, super packed, um, which sucks. You know, there's just not... Um, there's no way to win in the hood. <laughs> Um, unless you do something like, you know, unless you're Jay-Z and you're, you fucking do all the things that he talked about in his rap music. And that's what people who do music in, in the area where I've been situated are, are the same way. You know, everybody has that. I think because, like, um, there are a handful of rappers that came up in that. And I mean, like, rap is rap. The hip-hop industry is hip-hop. And so um, hip-hop has changed, though. I'm reading a lot of books. I'm reading, I'm reading a few um, I've been stuck in this one that's that's mostly centered in EDM um, just because it has like a lot of um, a lot of quips and a lot of weird history that's like connected to me personally like things that I've already kind of gone through and then like the the book will reiterate the history of like that thing and that's cool to me um, but I've, I've got like a few other books on hip-hop you know women in hip-hop um you know um like hip-hop culture and so hip-hop itself i'm not i can't like hate on all of hip-hop 
Um, but what it's become is just kind of made everything that's negative about the culture more negative. Um, and that's what kids these days are, you know, like worshiping, basically. Um, and it's not something that I can stand by because as a female in the, in the modern industry, you know, with the exception of very few intelligent rappers, and I'm really into intelligent rap, if I can find good rap that makes me feel good, you know, it doesn't make me feel like a piece of shit, because a lot of rap is just, like, trash talking about, like, you know, I love Lady Lachure, but now, like, revisiting some of the music that I've always loved of hers is just like, damn, this is, <laughs> you know, um, it's colorism, it's colorism, it's colorism within itself, and she's not even American, but, you know, talking about lips that look like crispy bacon, and just, like, you're, you know, with your bad weave, and your black lips, and your, you know, like, I'm like, damn, dude, like, you're just kind of reiterating what the white supremacy has said is just like black is ugly like you know that that it's it's bad to be black and i mean like i'm 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 half black i don't even know what i am anymore i i keep being reminded that i am like this thing but at the end of the day like i just don't want to be reminded of it anymore you know like that it's such a negative thing and it has been in my life like it's maybe the next generation will come up and and have some sense of equality um because so many of them are mixed and you know so many of them are and i i believe in no ugly children even the most funny looking babies are beautiful to me i just i think that you know i'm i'm kind of a naturalist that way like the the trees with the most knots and the most you know turns and and the most uh history have have beauty to me and so that's that's how i feel about kids i th i don't think that there are any ugly children black white blue eyes green eyes i don't care babies are babies it's it's society that makes them ugly it's us that programs that ugliness into them um and into them because it's it's become a competitive world of like what eight billion and counting um and so now you know kids they need to be born beautiful because when it comes down to it like if you're if you're a beautiful girl you're gonna get taken care of you're gonna find not just one nice husband but a handful of nice husbands you know um that's and you know same goes with guys you know however more you know guys have it a little bit more easier it is a man's world like if you, you can be a butt ugly dude but if you know how to do something that like impresses people you're gonna get all the pussy in the world you can eat yeah i mean like dudes are just kind of lucky in that way if you have some kind of charm or some kind of you know charisma um you can you can be fugly man and just get you know you can just get your dick sucked all day long um but like that's that's um that's that's uh a lot in a little bit of time i think i'm just now under an hour probably i'm not sure um but i do need to feed myself i am letting myself on carbs um because i need the energy and also just like ah oh, i just hate being touched by dudes um you know like i'm uh, i again not a hashtag me too um like i'll let somebody sit there and do it without going off or making a scene because i hate that shit um i just don't i just don't don't like it i think it's because my mom used to like be loud and make scenes and fucking cause like over exaggerated very overwhelming like shit that used to set me on edge as a kid um so i don't like being obnoxious in that way i'm more um passive aggressive but i'm not gonna lie um <laughs> i've been in some physical fights some brawls some some shit that's made me a little bit more edgy um and a little bit more um <laughs> i'm a little bit more aggressive 
um, which I don't like. So I'm trying to spend as much time in um, in my bubble as possible, and <laughs> you know, in my bubble, um, because it's it's um, uh, like I'm realizing it's not me. Like I can sit and be meditative and be happy and relaxed in my in my space, you know. Um, and and it's a negative energy will come and take that all away. And so I try and stay away from those those things. Um, but when you go out into the world every day, it's just kind of a fact of life. Um, you know, I talk to my my favorite aunt in the world. Um, I don't like reaching back into a dead person's fucking world. Um, but every now and again, um, I have this one aunt that's really, really looked after me and really taken care of me and always been kind of like a... Um, like a mom to me since I was really young because she's just always really sweet like she's a super sweet lady um, like too sweet you know um, and she, and very very Christian um, and I told her yeah, like yo I don't know what it is I just need your prayers because her prayers are strong like I, I feel like I feel like she's on Jesus's VIP list <laughs> Um, her prayers, her prayers are strong. When I ask her to pray for me, things, you know, do tend to get better. So I was like, hey, I need your prayers. Like, um, you know, this, this, it seems like this, I've been working on self-improvement and, you know, spending a lot of time in the gym and trying to work on myself, but it seems like this really negative energy is following me. And I don't even believe in stuff like this, but I, th I feel like it's satanic. I feel like it's a demon. And she was like, <laughs> like her answer just kind of tickled me. Cause she was like, yeah, that's Satan. Um, <laughs> and like I said, I don't really believe in, you know, God and the devil in that way. But I think that because we live in like a, a shared perception and we live in like a perception-based world because a number of people believe in a certain thing. Um, there are there are kind of like these multi-dimensional realms where that that is a truth, you know, that becomes a hard-set truth because so many people believe in God, the devil, in that construct, in that way. Um, and so she was like, "Yeah, that's Satan." Like the like the the more you try to be better, the more um, Satan will try to to you know fuck with you. Like and so. Uh, like it doesn't surprise me you know that that like she's like yeah i know like <laughs> you know um but just just keep your head up you know her she had a longer long response because i i sometimes will um um i don't know deflect this energy with like a very targeted very very targeted um um very direct like hey this is how i this is how i feel what's happening um, just because I know that the world is kind of simulation based and it's algorithmic and so I'll put my actual honest thoughts into the cyberverse somewhere um, because I'm not stupid enough to believe that like any of any any text messages or anything shared between two devices the, there's always like a copy of your texts somewhere like going into going into a, a database you know this is this is how our reality is is kind of um, possible is because it goes into a feed you know everything that happens at this point is recorded every single thing um, to the point where I'm, I'm pretty sure even our thoughts um, go into some kind of database of, of some sort um, every every thought you know becomes real in that way because it, it is and especially repetitive thoughts um, because it's everything at this point is just kind of data um, the way that it breaks down but anyway 
um, very, very specifically was like, hey, I need your prayers because this is what's happening. Like, I told her, like, hey, I'm being followed by, like, coughing people, and I'm not sure what it is, but I think it's a demon. Um, she she knows about my, my um, once ambitions, my once political ambitions, um, which is why I, th- I tend to think that it's privately funded. I don't think that it's government funded because government, like, the government is kind of slow in this way of, of keeping up with, like, extraterrestrial technology um keeping up like they can't they can't get ahead of what's smarter than them like there are there are more um advanced beings that actually have like you know um that like they have duties on this planet because it's we're running it into its fucking death you know like we, we basically have a death clock on this planet because it is a living thing um you know i get tested with that a lot i get i get people thrown my way that are like this planet's a rock i'm like okay like we're all on a rock that's if that's what you think like that's it's not it's just a rock like this this planet is a breathing living thing um and we're we're suffocating it with trash and 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 uh overpopulation and and um draining its its resources and its energy faster than it can ever be replenished you know because of what's been allowed um, you know, in the, in the name of the mighty dollar, um, so that's not, like, I can't, I don't know, I can't be, I can't really be stripped of my humanity any more than I have been at this point, so I don't mind speaking out on issues, this or that, oh, this is why you're not here, you're not on a record label, or blah, 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 like, no, like, I'm, I'm just not, you know, like, I'm just, I wasn't built, you know, to, to, appease the elite because it like i said it doesn't have a color on it like the elites or the white supremacy does accept you if you're perfect like they they they're model looking black ladies all over the place in the white supremacist world and that they're okay they're allowed to be there because they look that way they are considered the cream of the crop or the best of the best you know um in studies it's 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 I mean, like, it's not really a secret that if you're, if you're amongst what they consider to be the best, then they will accept you into their circles. And so that's, you know, um, I, I won't even say there. I can't say our, though, because at the same time, like, I'm not, I'm not really in a place where it's like, you've been accepted. No, I'm, like, still in the hazing state of the... Wait, well, how much of a nigga are you? Like, are you gonna fight? Are you gonna are you gonna steal? Are you gonna kill us? Like, are you gonna write about us in a bad way? Um, you know, at the at the end of the day, like, I write about everything the way that it's happening to me, um, not even just the way that I see it, but the way that it's happening to me. So, if I'm having a certain energy inflicted onto me, that energy is going to be reflected in my writing. Um, and I think what's the thing that's been manipulated with the whole cost thing is the the or like writing it, it is it is in a way satanic it is a ritual it is esoteric um because i have enough textbook knowledge to now speak about it um in the way that you know this coughing is being consistently i'm synesthetic so this coughing is opening up a literal black hole um is literally stabbing me in my soul um you know that it's not saying in a voice like i'm not hearing voices that are like kill yourself but that's how I feel. If somebody's in my realm and they're coughing around me, I don't, I don't feel good. 
in the same sense. Somebody can be smoking a blunt and coughing, and my mind is going to connect that, oh, well, you're coughing because you're smoking, and so that's not necessarily fucking hurting me because I can see the reason for it. But if you're literally just doing this loud, obnoxious, hacking cough out of nowhere, I'm either going to think that you're the devil or that, like, there's a satellite that's a lot, like that that's tapped into your fucking cell phone that's fucking controlling you in some way because you're such a controllable programmable fucking being and they have enough information about you to actually fucking do this to you um you know but i i also read interview with the devil which is the devil says like he gets in <laughs> like when you let yourself out consciousness when you put yourself to sleep when you're on drugs when you feed yourself processed foods or smoke heavily or fucking drink heavily this devil is like can can manipulate you that way it could be a combination of those two things at this point i don't give a fuck i'm just kind of done with the world because all it wants is money and all i want to do is art but there's so many people that want to do the same thing as me that it's become competitive i can't compete with the people whose parents liked them i can't compete with the people who have fucking technology and have had money or have had access or have had support you know that have had communities you know i have had support and i've had people in my life that actually believed in me but they're they they come into their ananders that's what an anander is they come into my life when i'm in a very desperate very sad very 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 suicidal like when when i'm about to die and anander will show up and be like it's okay you're special i promise like here's some here's whatever something you need um just believe in yourself you have magic and then and then fuck off because it's you know that's what anander does um, you know, in in the same sense, you know, um, I I'm I'm just kind of like losing my my want to compete. Like I don't want to fucking I can't compete with Callie fucking Reef. Like I can't do that because she's had everything forever. I can't compete with certain people in my like I can't compete with certain people in in my field because I haven't had that. I haven't I haven't had that. I haven't had that support. I haven't had that privilege. I haven't I haven't been around in any one place long enough to build a following. I've moved around forever and it's given me it's given me, you know, like I've lived in a lot of places. I have traveled the world, but it's never been in the way that I've wanted to. I've always had to struggle and always had to like watch myself and my money. I've always pretty much ha- like since losing weight anyway, I had to run around in the same clothes all the time. Um, you know, like looking like a raggedy Ann doll, can't get my hair done, can't, can't put into self-care, you know, um, and, and I just end up being worn very, very thin, and it's one of those times again where I'm just being worn very, very thin, um, because the whole world is like, wake up, money, 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 and I'm like, ah, just let me die, um, like, I just kind of want to be at peace because it's so chaotic, and I'm sick of fighting, and I'm sick of, like, having this energy, um, that's like this constant fight. Um, cause I just don't, you know, I just don't, um, like I said, a, a majority of my fights, all of my fights have been in complete self-defense of just this energy. That's just like this weird raging, jealous, like almost, it's almost like the devil's like throwing a temper tantrum of just like, no, like <laughs> you will be shitty forever. Shitty with me and my shittiness. And I'm like, um, I would rather not do that. Um, you know, and it does seem biblical in a sense, but then what does that make me? Because I'm certainly not Jesus, you know, I'm certainly no Virgin Mary. Um, so, you know, I, I have no significance, like I have, I have no significance. Um, so when it comes down to, 
why I think this is happening, I can do nothing but ask God why. And God is showing me in various ways, like, okay, because you have this quality or because you have that quality, um, I do have a creative energy. And even though these, these you know, um, these people are, are making money and they're making music off of their money, it's because they're so marketable to the people that don't, you know, don't have creative energy. And so it's, it's very much like a mirror effect of something that's very reflective of somebody sees themselves in that person and so they'll buy into their music or they'll, they'll attend their shows because they see themselves. Um, and that's, you know, but as far as a musician is concerned, it's lacking something. It's lacking, I'm not going to say that it lacks a soul because I don't want to say that, you know, all oh, these people are soulless, they don't have soul. They just don't have the experience that actually creates creative energy, you know, which comes from struggle, which comes from pain, which comes from you know, experiences, like as a writer, as a musician, as a, as a creator, I know that a lot of creativity doesn't just come out of nowhere. Um, you know, even though it's marketed, we're kind, we're kind of in the industry where like, you know, people, people of privilege get put on. But like I said, it's because they're, they have that privilege. And so many people that have the credit cards that have the money to buy into this music or concert tickets or whatever, they have that same privilege. So it's, it's, uh, you know, um, dang, I just had the word for it, but I'm getting hungry. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's the mirror effect, you know, seeing that, oh, that's, that's a person like me. I can really, you know, I vibe with this person, um, because I'm, I'm like that in, in this way and that way. And, and that's, that's your vibration. Like your vibration really does feed into your, your music so heavily. So, you know, um, which is why, these people, you know, the aforementioned people are the people that they are. Um, I'm not the only one that's fallen in love with Sonny. <laughs> I know that for a fact now, that in fact, there are so many people in his following that there are hundreds of women that have gone through the same experience that I have, um, but they deal with it in different ways, you know? Um, some people do deal with it creatively, um, you know, having entire dedicated um, art to him, you know, entire, and, you know, not that this is any different, it just, um, isn't, it, it isn't really different, I just, I don't, you know, I don't draw, um, but my words, my words are my art, so, uh, that is an hour. Okay, um, <laughs> cleaning lady, I don't know what day it is, I just realized that, but, um, oh, it's Tuesday, that's a weird day. It's usually Thursdays. Uh, wait, no, it's Monday. Yeah, it's Monday. Usually they come on Thursdays. Anywho. Um, so, yes, as I was saying, um, I think this episode is just about mass manipulation. Um, I've been learning a lot about it, and it's not my favorite subject, um, especially just because I've been right smack dab in the middle of uh, what feels like some kind of social experimentation. Um, I do think that people are being incentivized and maybe even misled, um, you know, being told that they're um, maybe participating in a survey or a social experiment, um, a, um, you know, a study on mental health. I don't think these, ne these people are necessarily evil um, inherently um, or, or know what they're doing, um, but they're, um, it's, it's definitely causing... Um, uh, a sense of, of panic and chaos for me, um, because I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure at this point what I should do. Um, I, I will not, um, 
I will not succumb to taking medication. I've never had a person of color um, that I've known um, react well to to medication. Um, that's that has anything to, like it's not. It's very societal. Um, again, I, I try to stay in the positive, in the most positive mindset. Uh, most colored people do just think that white people are trying to kill us. It does um, seem that way. Um, it does really seem like that. Um, but again, I like to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Um, and just that it's like some kind of ignorance that they don't understand the kind of pain um, that they've caused. Um, you know, and for the most part, it, it does seem like um, colonization just wants things to be uniform um, and not necessarily, that doesn't necessarily, uh, you know, necessitate equality. They just want it to be uniform. They want all the trees to look the same. They want all the women to look the same. Everybody's got the same wives. Everybody's got the same cars. You know, everybody's got the same houses. There's no, there's, there's less of a sense of individuality on that side. But I, I prefer that side because there's, le- uh, there's a lot less trash and there's a lot less, um, you know, chaos in general, but mostly because people are not um, fighting for survival um, necessarily. They're, they, they're preoccupied with other things, you know, and it is, it's competitive no matter what. So um, that being said, uh, mass manipulation, like I said, I'm not the only person to have um, fucked around and caught feelings um, for a high profile musician. It happens all the time. Um, a lot of musicians that are being put on have been put through the same program, through the same process. Um, their songs, you know, are, are very one-dimensional. They'll, they'll come out and straight say it, like, hey, you showed up in my life and then disappeared, and now I'm over you, but I've got this career, and you'll come back for me anyway. Um, you know, he either will or he won't. Um, and that's, this is not even, I'm not even talking about Sonny particularly. It's just because that's a very, um, he's a very old soul. Um, so he's got a lot of things to do and a lot of people to see in his time on this, in this realm, on this, I can't even say on this planet, um, just because it's so, um, it's out of, it's beyond this world, it's out of this world. Everything that I've seen and everything that I know, and the music is just kind of like a, um, uh, a cosmic indication of our, of our extra terrestrial collisions, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what else to call it. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not the only one. I am just very, very, I'm programmable in the way that because of my upbringing, because of my, um, my lack of attention or lack of love or lack, lack of, lack of this or lack of that, just, you know, how, how trauma builds, um, because of the heaviness of my baggage, um, that, you know, I am very susceptible to, um, you know, I'm very, I'm manipulated at the thought of love, you know, that like any chance, you know, any chance of love is what motivates me in a certain way. So, you know, it's, I can't be mad at it. It's what's made me, you know, like it's for the most part, it's what's made me be so, um, you know, um, healthy, you know, I'm, I'm healthy now because I'm like, oh, well, if I, you know, if, if I'm like this, then somebody will love me. Like I said, uh, the, the guys that I'm usually attracted to are, are usually with girls that are very, very tiny. Um, I can't change my skin color, um, but I can do my best to be whatever, whoever I'm supposed to be with is, you know, um, their ideal. Um, I got into a really funny conversation 
yesterday. I don't know. Uh, I've been I've been on one for a minute. Um, I think it's because I got into a fight and it made me like a little bit manic. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I've been sleeping less um, and really kind of like finicky and um, um, and and panicky. But I got, I'm not gonna lie. I got my ass absolutely whooped. My face just healed. Um, and then I, I've just kind of been in a weird headspace ever since. Just like, why is this, um, this energy, um, following me? I'm not understand. It's like, I'm, I'm like trapped, um, in an abusive past and that shouldn't happen. Um, I'm going to go ahead and make this PSA for like the millionth time. If you're in an abusive relationship or think you're in an abusive relationship, one, if you think you're in an abusive relationship, you are leave Two. If you're in an abusive relationship and you're planning on leaving, don't tell anybody. Don't tell your mom. Don't tell your best friend. Don't tell your sister. Just do it. Um, and do it as quickly as possible and quietly as possible and rem- and be safe. Because um, sometimes people, people are, um, you know, hurt people hurt people. So if somebody's broken to a certain um, extent, then, you know, what, whatever, however their psychology is in that brokenness can really, really hurt you and can really affect you. Um, and I won't call myself a victim or a survivor or anything of that sort. I'm just kind of existing in the after effects of, of you know, um, in the after effects of, um, of everything. And I hate to keep mulling over that, but it's very much a, uh, you know, at, at this point it is a very much like weird, ritualistic, very esoteric, like magic thing. You know, um, just because I didn't understand like totems and servitors and like using using certain objects and incantations and doing doing certain things in a certain way in order to get a certain outcome, and I didn't necessarily um, believe or I still don't want to believe that it's being used against me in a certain way. Um, you know, but there are certain there are certain um, <laughs> things you know, and unfortunately, like I said, there's there's always going to be somebody on on that person's side there's always going to be somebody on his side that thinks that he's in the right and going to be on his team and going to support him and and give him incentives because he's a highly programmable person and so can be used um to work well for other people um unfortunately i think i'm still in the i think i'm still in the midst of that and i think it has very much um you know it's very privatized um, whatever organization it is, and so I'm not, I can't, I can't really do anything, I can't fight it, um, the more I fight it, the more it's going to try to fight me, so all I can do is just put the rest of these experiences out there, um, put the rest of these mixtapes out there, and, and just kind of lay low, um, and kind of just stop trying to break into an industry that, for the most part, doesn't want me, you know, um, I'm not going to keep trying to be, um, on, on the level when everything is monopolized, you know, um, Every, everybody that they put on the roster at EDC serves their purpose and sells their tickets. And um, I don't, I, I, you know, I don't think I'm, I can do that. I don't think I can be um, successful in that way just because, like, um, it's, it doesn't go with the system. It's very monopolized. It's very corporate now. Um, and and I'm, like I said, I'm not anti-anything, but I'm, the way that I live my lifestyle is just inherently... Um, in, inherently anti-systematic and in order for them to keep control and to keep like 
there's no peace. There's really no peace because there's so much injustice and inequality. But in order for them to keep the masses under control and to not have like this huge revolt, um, <laughs> they, the program has to be followed. Um, so I can't, you know, I am, I'm probably like, that's, that's pretty much all I want out of this DJ thing anyway. Like, I just want to play EDC. Like, I just want to be in the bass pod. Um, you know, like sometimes, sometimes I am really, really hurriedly, um, like, um, posting these episodes cause there's so many of them and I didn't realize that. Um, <laughs> but there are, um, and, and, um, sometimes I'll accidentally post whatever's in the, in the note. Um, you know, so sometimes you'll see, you'll see, um, equipment that I'm saving up for, um, or, or things that I want to add to my collection. I used to actually have an Ableton Push 2. It is super unfortunate. I left that in Mexico because I couldn't afford to, to bring it back to the United States. And then the person that I left it with was like, it's mine now. And I'm like, okay, well, in, in short, it was basically like, it's mine now or will basically try to charge me like to get it back so because i couldn't afford to go back once i got to the united states um i don't know every ever since i got back to the united states it's almost like i've been in prison and not that i wasn't um in mexico because i was broke and you know basically just djing for my money um but here it's 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 a lot worse (laughs) you know everything is systematic and i think it's i think it's just it goes by your social security number or whatever it goes by your permanent record the permanent record that's continuously being like dragged out um and and you know systemized in this way that like i you know i have ownership like i belong to the united states of america because i took out college loans and i haven't paid them all back and you know i have um you know i have all these things you know (laughs) i have credit or lack thereof and um I think that once you once you go into the negative in that way, like you're owned by the bank and you're owned by the system and the way that they can do whatever they want to you, like they can drag out your your you know history in front of you and make you, you know, spin into a psychological fucking black hole, you know, so that you get on the medication that makes the system money or that that you you know basically you just you're owned by them. So I'm owned by them. So I can't really do anything outside of the system. Um, you know, other than, than, um, what I have to, to do, you know, whatever I, I, that's just what I'm doing, um, is waking up and doing what I'm doing. I do this series as part of that because I have to, when I stop doing it, it becomes very, very difficult, um, for me to, to, to do anything. Um, and so, and so I know that there's a reason for the support behind it. I know that a number of people have taken interests in it. I know that a number of, um, you know, um, I know I, I know that it's there for a reason, um, and I know that I'm here for a reason. But I'm I'm continuing to move forward because I want to fulfill my purpose and move on from this. Like I don't, I don't, I don't want to be this apathetic. Like I don't care, money this, money that person. Like I, I just you know there's there's so many experiences to be had and there's so much laughter and love and joy you know in the world um and on every side of the spectrum in the hood and you know in the burbs there's 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 love to be made and it's been really difficult not having any of it (laughs) at all 
um, you know, so hopefully, hopefully I'm getting close to have, um, having paid my dues and like the lack of love and just being continually, uh, continually shit on, um, if even so by myself and continually just like left in the lurch and continually, um, you know, on red, so to speak. Um, so this, uh, this series is not me coming after anybody. It's not me coming after anybody's money. I am so, so happy to just to sink back into obscurity and will. Um, I'm actually, I'm, I'm really sad. Um, but I, I was told that I would go back to like my weekly gig and then it was just like never, um, you know, never really brought back. Um, so that, um that has kind of put me in a place where um, at first I was using a lot of the time to like work on my albums because um, there are like a few um, but then it's just also just become like devastatingly um, difficult like really really difficult um, and, and, and going through all this stuff has been kind of like a creative um, creative block so uh, I've been putting a lot more energy into my writing, um, into the series while I still can, um, and into the mixtapes while I still can, because I'm losing my Serato subscription in, in three days. Every, every time I go on Serato, it's like, hey, and it, what's fucked up is like, as soon as, you're, as, as soon as your subscription stops, as soon as your payment doesn't go through, Serato will start just like fucking with the features, like it'll start glitching. Um, like, they'll tell you, like, hey, you have seven days before we, like, really take it away, but, like, it'll glitch that whole seven days, and so that's not cool, um, but, you know, I, I was pretty certain at some point that I had outright purchased Serato DJ Pro, um, and I had all the features, but apparently not, like, I still have to subscribe, um, and pay my $15 a month, um, you know, which I can't right now, um, you know, I'm I'm losing Serato and Equinox. I think at the same time, um, I won't have I won't have my Equinox fitness membership, and I won't have my Serato um, within the next week. Um, so that being said, the you know this is the this is still the end of the seventh season. is It's a super long season. I hadn't realized how much writing and how much um, music and how much stuff <laughs> was in the seventh season um, until I came off that that break and was like, oh well, this is you know. Um, this is everything up to now, and so, you know, here's everything up to now, um, and then, and then what? I don't, you know, I don't really know, and then more, more walks in Central Park, um, you know, with my headphones on, um, I usually have to wear, like, headphones and earplugs, I'm usually wearing, like, foam earplugs inside of my headphones just so that the coughing doesn't, like, hurt me, um, in my soul, because that's how bad it's been um is is like you know that it just hurts like it gets to the point where i have a headache and a stomach ache by the time um i get back to my my domicile um so you know i wear earplugs usually under my headphones on the train um you know that's that's how it is but maybe maybe a trip to the zoo some more trips to the library i'm not sure um what's to come but there are i can't count how many more episodes um, and then as you see that there are, you know, narrative episodes that go with the writing, um, and then I'm just gonna make it one long episode. I was gonna do, like, I was gonna, I was gonna, um, kind of stagger it and be like, well, this one's about gang stalking, this one's about body dysmorphia, but everything's coming out at once, and then after I eat, I'm probably not gonna want to talk anyway. 
um, just to be honest. I, I am selling my mixer, um, or, or uh, you know, there's really no reason to pawn it, because then it just becomes like a game of like, I have to pay this interest, and then I have to like figure out how to get it back, and I'm just going to be sad that I can't make mixtapes, so I'm, I'm just probably going to sell it, um, just so that I have fucking, you know, something, um, you know, it won't, it won't be enough, um, pretty much for anything, but I'll have something, and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna focus as much on music, because the more that I try to focus on it, the more that it, I realize that I don't have the, the support and the money that I need, um, for it, you know, or that I'm expected to do things that I don't like to do, in order for money or acceptance and I don't like you know it it makes me lose my passion for it um you know being being in a, in what what would be called the hood and then they they want you know they want Ice Spice and they want Nicki Minaj and they want the girl that I'm not um <laughs> you know and uh I I don't, I don't really know I I just <laughs> I just want to exist um in peace and joy but i think so many people do which is why i'm starting to feel like well maybe this part of existence is hell um and whenever i'm allowed to pass is when i'll have my um you know is when i'll have my time is like in the next lifetime um so that being said i it's not it's not really like a sad like don't don't feel sad listeners when i say things like that because like that's just how not just me but a lot of people feel a lot of people are just not feeling good and i'm and i'm around those people all the time and then some people feel too good because they have all the money and all the power and it's not even necessarily from success it's just because they're that um so you know i'm i'm straddling both uh both sides and figuring out where i fit into all this um uh i have a couple projects that are in the let's see like in the process of kind of being finished um but when it comes down to music i'm just hitting a lot of ad walls and don't really like i said i'm repeating myself at this point i don't really have the the tools that i that i want to create the music that i like um to hear or the music that i like to play um, so there's a couple couple new projects coming out. I have been um, like previewing them in my mixes, in the mixes um, that are that are coming out day by day. So that's that's it. I think that's that's all that really needs to be said right now. I think that's everything in the world. I feel like I'm talking too much, really. And this isn't just me being honest. Like I just want to be in like a quiet, silent hole and not have to talk to anybody at all um but that's not like then you then it becomes kind of seeming like a mental illness if you're running around not talking to anybody and not saying hello or excuse me you know and then it becomes kind of weird so i can't i can't let myself slip into that um necessarily just because it's a people fucking world so i can't i can't be um a non-people but a lot of me just wants to be a non-people like i think I think if I could, ideally, I would probably spend, like, at least three or four days in pure silence, um, in pure silence and just, like, reflection, um, and meditation, because that's just what I'm feeling like I need right now, um, I feel like I need nature, but not, like, the people city nature, like, there's Central Park, but it's not, it's still people you know, there's still cell phones everywhere, um, you can't just go, 
straddle a, a you know a tree and be in the it's still the city like it's still it's still that um, so I've been doing enough research to know that the city does exacerbate this energy um, that it makes it kind of frantic um, so yeah I, I just kind of need to be off the grid but there is no off the grid um, when you're expected to, to societalize um, you know to societalize so that's um that's everything up to now I don't think there's any more to talk about. I'm going to eat some noodles. Um, cause I, oh man, I just had this experience where this fucking dude was like touching me and I hated it every fucking second of it. But I'm like, whatever, you know, like, I guess that's what I'm here for. So I'm going to eat some fucking noodles. Um, so less of that happens. Um, cause when I get really small, people just want to touch me. Um, I think it, I, it probably happens to way hot girls all the time, which is why they're so fucking mean. Um, you know, pretty people are so fucking mean. But, um, yeah, um, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fill myself with some proteins and greens. And, um, thank God for every moment that I can spend at Equinox. Because even though there's coughing people no matter where I go, um, I always feel better after I get done with that. So that is the end of this episode i don't think there's anything else to say i am very much repeating myself i am fasting um that's it i think yeah thanks for listening oh i have to thank my listeners yeah thank you guys for listening thank you for your support thank you for your downloads um over twenty thousand this season so yeah that's you know it's not one million views but whatever that's, uh, that's one hour and 16 minutes of me talking honestly and openly with whoever is listening. Um, the, the end.